Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by Capita. Capita's software solution seeks to automate the equity management process for startups, including workflows around cap tables, ESOPs, due diligence, and transactions. Sign up at Capita.com to get started with your digital cap table, ESOP, award granting, and all things equity. Free for companies with under 25 stakeholders. Also powered by Limitless Connect. Limitless Connect can provide digital CX solutions. The teams of Limitless Connect have years of CX experience, which equip them as the driving contact centers in the future. Sign up for a free consultation with Limitless Connect at www.limitlesscx.com. With Limitless Connect by your side, anything is possible. And brought to you by GoTime Bank. GoTime Bank is owned by the Gokong Wei Group, the same companies that brought you brands you love like Cebu Pacific and many more. GoTime Bank makes next-level banking a breeze with its convenient account opening process. It takes less than five minutes to get started via the free app. Plus, get your GoTime Bank Visa card at one of their kiosks for free. Download the GoTime Bank app today and experience the next level of banking. You may visit www.gotime.com.ph for more details. So I have 40, I have 40, 40 pesos, up to 100 maybe a day. So I go to Ayala to ride the bus because there is a Microsoft plane. Then I realized there, this is fucking hard. And it's, you know, if, I, if I'm going to advise some new entrepreneurs, uh, uh, you need to think of it. We're seeing Steve Jobs, we're seeing Mark Zuckerberg. But at the end of the day, it's just an image. You don't know, they don't even know what we're Welcome to Hustle Share. 
the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Beitiong. Welcome to the latest episode of Share Podcast. We finally got this guy. Oh my goodness, I've seen him in so many pictures with so many other dudes. It's a it's, it's a it's a big group all the time, and all I know is they've been doing amazing work in the blockchain space, and I think even in AI. But if you gotta go through the whole group, this is the guy that glues them all together. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show the group CEO of Bayani Chain and the CEO of Hacktive, Mr. Paul Solomon. Oh, welcome to the show. Hello, Ron. What's up? What's up? Good. I mean, thank you so here. much for being here and super excited to figure out what you're doing because I have a lot of questions. It's like, I know you guys are doing amazing stuff in blockchain, but I, this is a very unique approach where you're technically active and do or active and doing a lot of things at the same time. But before I get carried away, I need to ask it yourself or through you. You describe it to us. The million dollar question. Paul, what's your hustle? Yeah, so I'm Paul. I'm a technopreneur. I have uh, two main startups. I have Active and I have Bayani Chain. And, uh, you know, I love to build things. So in a way, uh, you know, I get my money from it. So there you go. <laughs> Always the nice <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you say build things, right, what is the context of the stuff that you've doing, been doing? Because obviously I'm looking at your LinkedIn. I kind of have a cheat code at it. You've been a dev ever since, right? But when you say building things in the contract of what we're trying to discuss now, what does that look like? What are you building? Sure. So, yeah, in terms of building, technically, you know, I got a lot of ideas, right? And definitely, if I have an idea, you know, I used to call my co-founders. Mm. And uh, from there, we're checking if this is viable, you know, technical-wise or business-wise. Of course, you cannot just invent without the resources, etc. So two things. So so if if we think that there is like, you know, in a way, just a little of like a product market fit, then they will ask me to to call how to build this, how to execute this, etc. Both in, you know, project management and also on the dev side to build the product. Got it. Sounds good. All right. I need you to buckle up real quick. Because before we even talk about how you got to the point where you're building so many things and you've gotten all your co-founders across all these products that you're building. We're going to have to buckle up, sit back, and relax. Because we're going to go all the way back to how you started. Because we're going to have to ride the Hustle Share time machine. Aha, there you go. There you go. And I want to understand now, Paul. All right. Obviously, I'm looking at your LinkedIn. It says here that you uh, studied IT in AMA, right? And St. Nicholas College just in, in San Fernando. but what was it like growing up? Were you very curious? Were, did you have tendencies really to, to think around with tech, whether it's hardware or software, or this came through um, later in your life? And did you do any hustle growing up? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I got super interested in computer. I think I was like 11 or 12 years old, if, not, if wow. I'm not mistaken, or maybe 10, grade 5 or grade 6. So my dad enrolled me in a, like, you know, 
just just to learn how to to do windows to study windows mm. right the os etc mm. and then from there you encounter syempre we're in the 90s be, uh, yeah, right, windows 98 or Windows Vista. <laughs> that's what you're <laughs> It's it I, I think it's probably like 98. Yeah, that's yeah. 98 Windows 90. So you have this word processor that is DOS based, right? Yep. Uh you know, after one to two years you're you're being introduced already to Office, to PowerPoint, etc. And my dad bought me like PlayStation, etc. So I I'm I'm uh, like in a way in, in a tech already, right? Yep. And you know, in the nineties, like we do, like you, you know, we discovered Counter-Strike multiplayer uh-huh. games. <laughs> I was so fascinated, right? Like, two computers mm. are connected with each other. And like with mm. PlayStation, you're still in one station playing together. Sure. So those are like kind of my, ah, I want to pursue this. Uh, I'm so amazed with the technology, etc. But it started, of course, in my curiosity in terms of how to connect two computers. These games, right? These multiplayer games. Yeah. yeah. And then I think that's 10, 12 years old. I'm already doing the shit for some of this stuff, right? Nice. So fast forward, you know, in college. In fact, I dropped out in AMA. Oh. Yeah. So high school, second okay. year high school, I was ki- I was kicked out because of Ragnarok. So <laughs> <laughs> So level up. Yeah. This is what you've done, okay? <laughs> Mr. Paul so, became a pouring. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you so like so of course they they will give me ba on the <laughs> They, they thought that I was, I know, I was going to class, but I'm You're just buying the computer Ragnarok. shop. Yeah, the load, diba? Kasi before, <laughs> Ragnarok has a load. Spend a lot of money. But, oh, you know, at some point, I realized in high school, no, when, when I got kicked out. Yeah. Since I have that, like, you know, urge to play Ragnarok mm. and other, and I think Dota as well, uh, mm. before I graduate. So I studied in a public school in Pampanga when I got kicked out in a private school in Bulacan because my parents so pissed off already. They don't know what to do to me. <laughs> so, so when, when, when I got there, so my first hassle is really like, you know, uh, if, if my classmates have, pa- parang they can't do the project. So mm. they outsource it to me. Ah. Yeah, per band, per print, diba? I'm just paying yeah. like three pesos to the computer shop. Then I charge them 10 pesos per Wow. For band paper, per paper. Mm. <laughs> on the on the specific project, let's say project in math, do you need to search mm. from the internet, you, you know, this like pictures, mm. images, etc. So I do that. So mm. I got a lot of like money in a way that I can sustain. Even if I don't need to get money from my parents, I can play Ragnarok or other games already. Because oh, I have a question on, on this phase of your life because I have a, I had a similar phase in high school. My my backstory is I was a Varsity player. I used to be a UST Tiger Cub. So you know how the stereotypical uh, student athletes are. You don't really study. You just go there to play, dick around, <laughs> try to get the chicks and whatnot. But there was another layer that I was. Uh, I got me a lot in trouble for. I I never got to the point where I got kicked out, but I always got into either the guidance counselor's office or to the principal, not because I was fighting anyone. I was, uh, I, was, I was a class clown and whatever shenanigans I was doing always got me in trouble. And there was a label that I had for a while, a lot during high school and probably during early college. Because you know how growing up, everybody gets labeled early. Like, ah, this, this kid's matalino. This guy's masipag. This guy has high potential. You'll be a blah, blah, blah someday, blah, blah, blah. For me, 
the label that I got was Pariwara, right? And at one point, I, I just remember, I kind of thought that was right. It, that that was the path that I was going to get into. I mean, hindsight being 2020, all of y'all were wrong, right? So sorry um, for those people that called me Pariwara. Uh-uh-uh, not anymore. But there was a there was a pivotal turning point where everything that I was doing stupidly apparently is my superpower and I learned how to harness it the right way. So a couple of questions, Paul. Did you go through the same labels? Like, ah, like this guy is such a fucking whatever. He doesn't know what he's doing. Pariwara, walana, your, your life is ruined. And second, what was the pivotal turning point for you to like take it seriously? Like, ah, you just don't know it. I'll figure this out. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, dude, same. Uh, ever since, like you know, high high, high school and college. Because in college, man, I was in a band. Eh. Mm. So so in a way, those two, like you know, uh, playing computer games, yeah. not not de ba di umuwi ng bahay, etc. So, <laughs> yeah. Or laseng, okay, laseng. Or yeah, I can you know I can even like you know just hang out with my friends three days to five days. I'm not. Even in my college, I'm not going, you know, the album of So my parents is really like, you know, that that label, like really because because of course our uh we're Christian, no. So mm. usually my parents parang grabe, ano na nangyayari dito sa anak ko, etc. So, yeah, exactly. so they're always doing that. So they don't know, they don't know. So that that's that was my label. Parang they they think that I have no hope in life already because yeah. I'm doing those. And uh, rebel, of course, we always mm. uh, like you know tag us rebel when when mm. we're, we were doing those things, right? But you know when I got to work already, as I mentioned, mm. like it was my first job, so I I got this a uh, boss that is really like you know into books, mm. right? And this company that I am with is super, you know, they're prioritizing culture. This is Starbucks. Yeah, this is Starbucks. Wow. And they're, they're really like into, you know, I, I was so fascinated how they do things, etc. And then mm-hmm. th- these bosses, like, you know, you know what, Paul, you, you should be reading this, blah, 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 blah. blah. Then I read, th- this is not a joke. Huh? I read the seven habits of highly effective people. Wow. And and I just read it, right? Mm-hmm. Parang binasa ko lang. Then boom. So I was so, okay, there's, there's, there's still hope. I mean... Mm-hmm. You just need to follow this to follow that. Then at the end of the day, it's it. So, so my mindset was changed already. That Correct. you know, I need to pursue whatever I'm doing right now. I have a follow-up question with this because hindsight being 2020, yeah, okay. During my pariwara rebelde days, whatever you want to fucking call me back then, a lot of the skills that I use now that eventually turned into my superpowers, I developed during my rebelde days. So first and foremost. My confidence skyrocketed with that. I feel like I can go to any fucking place and own that room pretty well. It's just that before I was doing this as a comedian, I was being an idiot, right? But now when I've learned how to harness that, it's still the same thing I'm doing now. It's just that I know how to harness it properly. I've always known how to persuade. I've always been someone who's pasimuno. Whatever the fucking trip of the group was, that's probably came from me, right? So that that's hard. And looking, looking at it in entrepreneurship, you have to have that brevity to lead people somewhere, right? Majority of the time, I was leading people somewhere, but <laughs> stupid shit that we were doing. Yeah. But these are things that I'm still doing now. And I learned this during my rebellion days. I just learned how to harness it. 
what were those things that you developed during your rebellion days that you're still using now? That again, back then, people were th- thinking that ah, what a waste of a talent, what a waste of a life. But till what little did they know that you were developing your skill stack early on? What were those? For me, it's really one word: hacking. Right? It, mm. Of course, not on a bad term, but you know, when you were in streets, diba, uh, usually you hack. Because eh. yeah. one good story there. So, so again, I'm always outside. Diba? I want to you know, form a band, etc. So I'm always, in a way, goal-oriented. Diba? So technically, I cannot just really form my band because I don't have an experience. But I think I have a talent, etc. So Got I it. formed it. In a way, my leadership skill was honed there because yes. I created my own band. That, of course, tropa, diba? like, we do skateboard, etc. Then mm. I lead. Oh, we go here, we go there. Simple, simple, super simple. And you know the being street smart. Uh, I applied as a waiter on the bar to see the system, and wow. from there I was able to ah okay. So when you you need to pala to do audition mm. to become a mainstay on that bar and etc. etc. So there's no pay. You just need to eat because that's an underground scene, diba? They they right. will just give you like you know uh, dinner. For Miranda, if you play whatever. Yeah. So it's intentional. So it's intentional. So I did not go like, you know, to the normal system of auditioning. What I did is I befriend everyone in the bar. So I Got can it. be like, you know, I can be at the end of the day, parang accept me in the audition. Kasi may, may kapit na ako, right? Yes. So that, that discarte, that, that's what I learned in, in my rebel life in a way. I agree. And I, t- I totally agree. I went through another phase like that. In, in between my first stint of doing guestless.ph, my first startup, I joined Groupon to learn how to sell because I felt like, okay, I can lead people to to somewhere. I can get people to do something. But I look at my bank account and it's like, shit, I, I don't know. I don't have anything. Like, how come? I, where, where's the money? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I joined Groupon with the sole intention of learning how to close, how to make money. Right. Actually, became colleagues with one of your dudes right now, Alvin Dan Velasco. Shout out to you, Alvin, my man. Yeah. All right, we used to play basketball together when I, I I still had some athleticism back in me. <laughs> now I don't have it anymore. So you go ahead and just play. I I live through you. But yeah, that those are the things. So this is the path that I that I like going through because I can relate so much. I was labeled an outcast. I was labeled again patapon, and then I realized that thing. But when you read this book, because this is where you're kind of at like the crossroads. Of what you can be, you can still continue where you're at. And the downside of having people tell you that is that you kind of some somehow you'll believe that they were right. So there's gonna be massive imposter syndrome, like, oh, why am I doing this? Until you get used to it and realize, okay, this is really for me. What was that moment like after you read the book to really build towards that new path that you wanted to be in? And how did you get to overcome those? That voice in the back of your head is like, ah, oh, they're right. They're you're really about the one. The fuck are you doing, man? Like, it's not supposed to be you. That's not who you are. How did you get over those things? Yeah. Uh, when I read that book, it was super old, like maybe 10 years ago. But that seven habits of highly effective people, the, there's one place there that I was really struck. It's the map where this, where they describe, or Stephen Colby described, you know, that if you're going to, let's say, I, I'm paraphrasing it, if you're going to Cubao, and if your map is Makati's map, then you cannot really explore Cubao <laughs> because that's a wrong map. Yes. So, so that specific, like, you know, line there, that 
even uh, until now, it struck to me like, you know, having really this path where you want to go, right? I believe I'm passionate about tech. I'm passionate about building. As you mentioned, but there are voices sometimes. Oh, you, you can't do that. You're you're not an you don't have MBA. You can't yeah. build the company, shit, etc. But again, I'm just following the map. Before becoming a technopreneur, I have a solid plan already that I want to follow this. Mm. So at the end of the day, I don't care about these voices. I care about my goal, Correct. and uh, I care about the map, right? right? So whatever happens. Even if you're down or whatever, you just need to to go back up and stay on the track that that you know, you set already. And what was that map like? Because at the end of the day, correct me if I'm wrong, the map you get to make it. Eh? The map has its own north star. That north star, yep. Nobody can tell you what the fuck that north star is because you define that. the 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 way to get to there, it sometimes you go astray, whatever. But the north star stayed, stayed constant for me. When I did this, the only North Star, the minimum North Star, was to buy my mom a house. That's all I ever wanted. 2018, I was able to get that done after I sold Chatbot PH. And then I realized, hey, there's other shit that I like. So I need to keep chasing it. But at least I'm already at level one. I passed that level, right? But it was so hard to get there. What was that map like for you, Paul? Considering that you were literally just building your path out as an IT support specialist in Starbucks where... You haven't probably seen the pinnacle of success, what would be like. But again, you had a dream with that North Star. What was that like? It was formed in different, like, you know, small goals, right? Okay. But the but be, before, you know, I mean, becoming me now, it's really more of like, I want to to achieve a certain, you know, small goals. Mm. Meaning, let's say, when I, so when I was in Starbucks, the reason why I, I uh, left, because I want to have a car. Right, and I cannot get a car there because at the end of the day, it's IT sports. You get a Venti Grande, or a... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Katz Motors, right? Katz. So when I got to Katz, you got a like, truck. Whatever. <laughs> That's a so truck, whatever. Bro. Yeah. So whatever, whatever car is it? I want to have a car. So got something it. like that. Then I left Katz because on that moment, I think I was 22, 23. I I want to be able to you know to practice my management skills already. Okay. So whatever it takes, I want to be a manager, right? Mm. So even though Katz has a, a good offer, it's a good company, etc. Yep. I'm not challenged anymore. So I, I want to move on because I get mm. my car, I get my then I then I go to Sage Shop Solution, which is a consulting company. Then from there I learned a lot of, of what I'm doing now. But but those kind of goal really fuels me, even though it's short-sighted goal. But yeah. for, for me, I think it's achievable. Mm-hmm. But to, to answer your question, it's really like, you know, for me, it's really, I don't want to be the Paul, you know, let's say, for example, this year that doesn't move or change anything. I want every year I'm always changing. I'm always learning. That's my goal. As soon as I uh, get, you know, every progress that I think that I'm mm-hmm. moving then I'm happy already with that. Got it. But again, as you were saying, it, sometimes North Star is parang naiiba yan, di ba? Every, every phase of your life. So, But in 2019, I have my solid North Star, which I can discuss later. Okay, in a bit. I love that you clip that. Yeah. Read out. And that's true. And also just, just saying that there, there's micro goals. It's like, you know, first base, second base, you know, that, that kind of, uh, you have to reward yourself with those micro goals to remind yourself also that you're in the right path. Because if you keep chasing the North Star and you don't get many wins, you, you'll feel like you're not building momentum. 
right? And that momentum, the trade-off of that, once you hit all of those little goals, is confidence. Now, last question before we take our first break. During your stint as an IT support specialist and application specialist in Starbucks and Cats, what were the skills that you acquired there? Because now you're on this path, right? You're no longer the Panda Paul, or if you're doing still doing the Panda Paul, that's not the priority anymore. You have a clear epiphany. But during this path, you had to develop something. What what did you add in terms of skill stacks to to that version of Paul that you were doing? Yeah, I mean it's very human capital. I know that you know if I incur these skills on this like you know uh, hands-on job that I have for yeah. for these two both companies, I can use that later on. So. It's really like number one in Starbucks. It's really supporting people, no? So okay. being empathic—that that's what I learned because I'm supporting a lot of stores, and yep. you know, if the POS fuck up, then the line will <laughs> you know go to you're gonna be cash. especially uh, yeah, especially in drive-through, right? Yeah. Aside from like you know from like technical skills like knowing how to implement POS, ERP system, database, etc., yep. and that is Googleable even that time, but. It's more of like for me that that specific skill is really like, you know, being an empathic listener and also having patience with the, because b- before my customer is really the store managers, et cetera, mm. right? So yeah, so I learned it from Starbucks. Then in Cuts, it's really like having, parang seeing Cuts as a traditional company. There's a lot of things to improve. So that's how I, you know, hone naman my, in a way, my eye for innovation. Like, mm. oh, this one, we need to change this because it's not working anymore. So I have a clean slate there. I can do anything for me to innovate a specific system that is already built. That is amazing. Now, let's take our first break. And when we come back, we will now talk about the rest of the journey. And again, I want to understand what that North Star is. Because again, as you were getting all these little goals, that's great. And most people actually stop at their little goals. Uh, that's uh, And I see this uh, a lot. But I want to understand how you kept pushing through to become the CEO of all these tech startups that you're in. But let's talk about that more after... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about 
up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at sasschallenge.ph. That's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. The break. And we're back from the break. We are still with Paul Suleiman that told us the chip on his shoulder. Again, I have a similar chip because, Paul, before we continue the story, do you also feel the same way? Because even though you've achieved so much now, right, you still feel and work like you're the underdog because of that uh, rebellion. It's like, oh, I still have that. Uh, people will not give me a free pass. I feel like oh, I'm always the last choice. I feel like I barely just made it, so I'm going to have to outwork, out hustle, and out compete everyone because I don't have a a free pass. I'm gonna have to work to get here. Yeah, I mean, even right now, right? Again, as I mentioned, dude, you know, I dropped out in college. Uh of course I got diploma, but at the end of the day I didn't like really go there. But then then you meet your partners that is, you know, an ME and Ateneo, blah blah mm. blah, right? And has have MBA, etc. So of course, in terms of running business, in a way you're thinking that, you know, this this guys, I mean, they, they have all of this uh knowledge, right? And mm. also they they went to the school, etc. So in a way, how can I how can I match that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just a tech guy in a way, of course. Mm-hmm. If you go code, if you go AI, etc., I'm gonna win. But in terms of this. Are they really being fair to me in terms of shares, etc.? So I have those kind of, in a way, at the back of my mind, is is this really the path that I want? Because yeah. I'm an underdog here. Am right. I going to be just just be in Singapore to get a high-paying job because Correct. I had before something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's true. The imposter syndrome will never leave. Until now, I still have massive imposter syndrome. I just get used to, I get to learn how to like silence it out. Like, wait, you're, you, you've kind of made it a little bit, right? But And you belong. You belong in this fucking room, right? Because sometimes like shit, I'm surrounded by all these fuck shots. The fuck am I doing here? Right? And then but again, you re- you realize that by looking back of how much shit you had to go through and how much hustle you had to pull through, then you realize like, yep, I belong here. And I learned that through this show. Because everyone hustled their way. And if you yeah. find everybody's backstory and you understand everybody's backstory, like, oh, okay. Everybody goes through shit. Matter of fact, I probably went through more shit than most of these folks. So I belong. All right. So I want to now understand, after SageSoft, you did accelerate technologies. And now, this is probably one of the first forays into being a leader. You were business unit head, cloud evangelist, and you became CIO at one point. Walk me through this new phase in your life and how did your skill stack also evolve at the same time? Sure. So I think it's not natural, but in the process, I I really learned. Even if I did not read the, uh, the book yet, growth uh, the, about growth mindset by Carol Dweck, right? I know already that's that's You're already how, doing how, it. how mm. yeah I'm already doing, but I I, I just don't know what. Just don't it have is, a label right? so, for it yet. <laughs> yeah. So so dude, when when I was like you know doing all these things, I'm always into like I don't want to be mediocre, right? If I'm gonna do this. I'm going to do this 
So that's why I'm calling myself a passionate guy in terms of like even even the little things. Like let's say creating a a before hindi pa uso Google Forms etc. I created mm-hmm. something like that in you know uh, cats I think and even nice. with 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 say shop. But I really spend a lot of time to do that right. And I'm super focused. And from there, I realized that you know you just need to be focused and like you know um, put your hundred percent on these things. And mm-hmm. I will not say that I'm finished until I'm really finished and I put my hundred percent on a specific task, even a small task. Correct. So that's why even you know even currently, my wife is saying that I cannot multitask because I cannot. <laughs> I really laser focus on on a <laughs> on a specific Same. level. That's why I'm so amazed by those people that who can multitask because I can time box I can put a hundred percent for a say an hour or two and then I'm sabaw I, I need to yeah, yeah. but during yes. those one to two hours I time box myself put it on my calendar just the only thing I'm gonna focus on I'll give everything and I, I'm gonna make sure that no blocker is on the way because I have 15 other things to, to do that <laughs> But I can't do yeah. both two things at the same time. It becomes mediocre. I, mm-hmm. I totally agree. So, so that's why I think when I got to Sage Up and Accelerate, I, in a way, I, I earned that skills already, skill that already to to have a laser focus on specific mm-hmm. things. So imagine a, from an IT specialist, I jump into a more management position yeah. already, etc. So what happened there is, you know, when so I became a project manager. I studied like you know PM Bok, Agile, etc. Wow. All of these things. Google, dude, just Google. <laughs> then I really like you know, if I'm not mistaken, like three months. I'm I'm just really reading, uh, doing all of this stuff. But the good thing, I think I have a skill as well that if I learn something, I teach it, and from there, parang I'm practicing it already. Then I want to apply it already. So Correct. I don't just read na hindi ko apply. So that's why I became a project manager. In a way, I think I pass. A certification in in Microsoft that time to mm. to do management etc. Then um then after that when when you know accelerate bought the ERP portfolio of Sageoff, mm-hmm. I got invited to not to become a partner but to to become a founding employee of that company. Got and it. then uh, I become the business unit head and also the wow. chief innovation officer. So. From there, technically, again, I needed to use my skills because I'm managing people already. So I need to be laser focused again on learning how to manage people, leadership, etc. But there's an incident that I really prove that you know if you're if if you're focused on something, you know there's nothing impossible. So one employee resigned because we're managing ERP, right? Yeah. We're, we're sorry, we're implementing ERP, and that's if you don't know that shit, you don't know it. I mean, Absolutely. you cannot really implement ERP because it has accounting, debit credit, right. etc. So I learned accounting because of that one person resigning. We don't have a resource already and we're engaged into this manufacturing company. Holy shit. So you need to understand how manufacturing works. Back flushing, forward flushing, planning, etc. So again, I use my skills again, the discarty moment, like, you know, how can I have this? <laughs> how can I, um, like, you know, learn these things from... Mm. As in, like a business owner, I'm gonna learn this. Like you know, pretend that I I own this manufacturing. What do I need to get on the system, etc. And then through enough, like two weeks of like puyats and all. So I don't have functional consultant already. So that functional consultant 
serve as a BA kasi, diba? business analyst. Yep, they, yep. Know, they, they really know the shit. They, they can implement. Uh, me, I don't. I just manage people there, right? And on, on the tech skills. Maybe if that's a development, I can do that. But it's not anymore like that. It's really facing client, describing how to, like, you know, to incorporate their process into the ERP mm-hmm. system. So in two weeks' time, I prove it again. So I, 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 I of course, I fail like a week. Uh, again, discard eh, calling the clients. Mm-hmm. Sir, can you can we move this because blah 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 blah. blah. Mm-hmm. But but combining those two things, so I I was able to implement it by myself. That's amazing. And, and of course, I have I have other other junior people who 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 helped me. But I mean, I I was the one who's leading the implementation. And that's a key leadership trait. And I see a lot of founders that are becoming uh, that that are successful. You know, do this well because especially if you're coming up with your own startup, right? You can't. What I realize now is there's there's a lot of average and above average employees that you can get. But it's super duper rare when you have an A player. And I, I label an A player as someone who's able to exactly do what you did. Hack the system and figure it out when you need to step up. Most people are dependent just because of how school is is, is designed to be spoon-fed and if they are not spoon fed, they're nga. All right. They have no idea how to do it. And a lot of the founders that I've seen again do well is able to prove to not just to themselves, not, not just to their clients, but to their team that as push comes to shove, you can fill in that role temporarily, learn it, and then pass it on to someone. Because if you don't develop that skill of the ability to like all of a sudden I am a PM for a couple of weeks, all of a sudden I'm customer service for a couple of weeks. How can you tell someone? From your team to step up the way yep. you need them to, if you didn't show them how it's done, right? And yep. that's that CEO skills right there, because you can, you have to be able to adapt and be multifaceted, and not just multifaceted. You have to do well, because whatever you do as a founder or uh, as a leader there becomes the standard of how everybody else is gonna do it after you're delegating that. Is that correct, Paul? Yeah, yeah. I'm always have that like you know mindset. Even though you know I have people already that's working right. for me, I'm ready to always jump. If prove you that I can fucking do this at a high level. Yeah. Right. Right. And I'm not, you're not supposed to give someone or delegate someone to do something that you cannot do as much as you can. Not yeah. all the time. Huh? It it also depends on how big your team is. Eventually, you're gonna have to pass that on to your next down the, the next levels and whatnot and have them show the standard how it's supposed to be done but if push comes to shove if shit hits the fan that's you the founder the yeah. buck stops with you now Paul I'll circle back again to the North Star because before we took the, our first break you mentioned that you know there are smaller base hits or you know uh, that you needed to to win car and whatnot what at this point of your career, was the North Star really defined or did it change already? And what was that like? Hmm. So when I got my first company in, in I think, 2018, uh, then it, so technically there was a merge between that and Raven, uh, okay. by 20, in a way, the 2019 company. I was able to, in a way, crafting my vision on, like, you know, if I'm 40 years old already, what do I want to do, right? So, Don't so I'm it. seeing a problem. I would choose that. Ah, same here. <laughs> I'll play basketball yeah. all day. Mm-mm. 
yeah so i i i, I saw that like i think um i i know already where i want to go in terms of uh really having an impact already in, in the society that's my vision already so what i'm seeing here in the philippines is of course every one of us that's why we became an entrepreneur is because we want to help our country to become at least second world right yep. you know i have a kid so i have kids sorry i have three, mm. three kids i want them to already feel that you know when they grew at least sana pag college na sila and all they were second world country already then right. you know in a way we're transitioning into like you know really in a way di naman singapore agad kasi matagal pa yan but at the end of the day something like that right and uh i think ano no like creating a globally you know globally ready or equipped filipino yeah. in tech and uh, entrepreneurship then we're helping we're really helping the country my plan is i have a, an ambitious plan but it's it's achievable in terms of it it has numbers yeah. so i want to have tech 10 tech companies wow so i'm 33 now i'm 33 now mm-hmm. so i still have like you know 7 years to do it but it doesn't matter but at the end of the day it's my vision mm-hmm. i don't fucking care what other people say but yeah, exactly. you know when i'm start what what when I started, when I starting like you know Raven, uh, then the next Haptive, uh, I was surprised that I can do it, pala, to mm. to have like two three companies. So uh, b- before, parang kaya ko ba talaga ng ten? Then some people mm. are saying no, you, you just you you need to focus on one, then be yeah. rich at that, then exit, then invest, mm. So for me, I'm not that kind of like you know in a way I do I don't make money in passive, eh. but of course mm. in terms of you know, crypto and all that. I learned that already. But for right. me, it's really, I'm active. Eh? I want to have an idea, sell that idea and have a product and sell that product. Then you make mm. money. That's how I do it, right? So, so technically, when it, when the time I'm, we're, we're, I'm in Raven already, so I really did it because I have a company already. So I got yes. one. So then Hacktive came along. So it was in the middle of pandemic. Okay. I needed to, to like, you know, create a company already that parang, I know how to to do it. Because you know the start. It, it, if you're creating a product, it's you know you you need to ask for money for investment. You know that shit, right? In startups, yep. etc. Yep. In Hacktive, it's very different. Like you know, it's Paul Suleiman show. Meaning, I'm gonna do whatever I'm doing when I was in Starbucks, in Cats, in Sageshop, etc. Then I'm just gonna sell and replicate myself. That's our plan. Yeah. When I I got partnership, so in 2020 I was like you know awarded as a Microsoft MVP, the first Filipino nice. Microsoft MVP in the Philippines. So mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of like Filipino MVP around the world. So so I was the first Filipino in that category, business applications, right? And then nice. and I saw I saw a problem that you know other Microsoft partners are failing to implement CRM, ERP, etc. Yep. So. And this is your so game I saw, for a long time already. Yeah, so yeah. This is easy peasy yeah. for you. So I saw that problem. So there's that's a big problem because you know your spe- companies are spending a lot of money, then yet they, they cannot see uh the output, right? Or right. or they they the, the implementation is subpar. Yeah. So Sabiko, create yung hack team. I'm just gonna fix whatever other partners did not fix or did not finish. And true enough, that's my business model. That was my business model before it grew to like you know deep tech AI each other. Got it. So, dude, I my skills that the one that you're saying about like you know you, you need to understand and learn everything in 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 the business etc. I started like 
I'm doing sales. I'm doing the customer service. <laughs> I hire I hire a bunch of freelancer to support me yeah. because this is a big company that I'm serving. That time it's yeah. under the EPLDP group, and they're outsourcing Ooh. my work. So yeah, so from so from there, Hacktive was 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 built. That is amazing. Now I want to understand this this big jump because this is where a lot of people wilt under pressure, and people some people just don't even take the jump. I want to understand from your point of view, what led you to then, all right, I, I've learned how to do this in Accelerate, whatever. And then I'll take this on as me because that's a very big jump. Even if you had leadership experience, it's totally different when you're the one now having to worry about payroll. You have to worry about your cash flow. You have to worry about all these things. Because it all starts with you. You can't say, sir, bale. You can't bale on your own, <laughs> right? And and when shit hits a fan, I'm sorry, you're the last guy that's going to make salary if you can even afford it. Walk me through that process. Yeah. So again, be, before I, I got to my North Star, but I in my in my mini goals, I, I want to be a technopreneur. So yeah. that's it. That's that's only what So that's why I from corporate accelerate, uh, you know, and other partners that uh consulting to me. So I decided already, technically, uh, I got to encounter this, you know, this quote that says, if you're not 100% on your dream, then if, if you're just 50%, then you're going to get 50% result. So you need to be 100% on it. So I told my wife, I'm not going to work anymore. I, I will create my own it's business. Scary conversation all and the dude, time, by the way. <laughs> dude, that's that was super hard, right? Because... <laughs> That time, like I have two kids, they're oh, studying already. Oh my uh, god! I need to, because when I was in corporate, I mean, money is easy because you know right. salary. You so have a safety and, net. And I, yeah, you have safety. So, so when I this, when I told that to my wife, so well, at the end of the day, I don't care whatever my wife is saying because. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I of course I get her I get her advice in a way I consider that. But what of I'm course. saying, I I already decided before I even talked about that. <laughs> So I jump in, you know, I encounter this, you know, this story about creating your business, like, you know, because you have a business already, you cannot dictate whatever salary you need to get. Oh. Because in fact, you don't have a salary. Yep. Since since I it's still the business is in a way partnering with Microsoft ground on, but it's a product, but in a way we're partnering with Microsoft to get a lot of to 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 be the channel to distribute right. the product, etc. So, you know, uh, I'm in Ayala, I have 20 pesos because I need to, of course, everything that I'm getting there, like allowance, etc. I need to give it to my wife to to pay the tuition, etc. So my my personal shit, I don't even have that anymore. My baon, you know, no. my, my mm-hmm. pangkain, etc. So, that's, that's what you can afford. <laughs> so I have 40 pesos, up to 100 maybe a day. So I go to Ayala to ride the bus because there is a Microsoft training. Then I realized yeah. there, this is fucking hard. <laughs> and it's, you know, if I if I'm gonna advise to to you know some new entrepreneurs, uh, uh, you need to think of it. Because Be that ready time, for you know, hell. And, yeah, dude, <laughs> and and that time entrepreneurship became cooler. Right? We're seeing Steve Jobs, we're seeing yep. Mark Zuckerberg. But at the end of the day, it's just an image. You don't know. They don't even know what where paranoia pinagdaan So I'm I'm really going through that shit, man. And self doubt is there. But again, the street, the rebel that I, <laughs> I know, still. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Dude, it survived me. You know, I'm eating Paris. I'm eating yep. Paris, like which is this, good, by the way. I'd still buy Paris good, nowadays. I still do that. I am still eating. But yeah. at the end of the day, if if 
if you have this, parang, ay, nabalik na naman ako sa zero nito, ah. Parang, I, I need... So, if you're gonna, like, if you don't have mental toughness, you dwell on those things, then uh, at the end of the day, baka you will quit, eh. Right? Yeah. Like, two weeks, parang, oh, hanap na ako ng trabaho, baka it's not for me. Correct. But again, na, napagdaanan ko, and I, I'm really happy now that I went through that shit. Okay, what was the breakthrough? Because again, it's not a guarantee that you went through hell, that you're only gonna do it once. There are gonna be times in your entrepreneur, yeah. it's a cycle, actually. There are gonna be times where success is temporary, and struggle is going to be temporary. But those temporary moments can vary in terms of length. And it will be a test of your fortitude, really. So you'll, you'll be like, there are going to be times where, man, I'm here. Yeah, I'm in Paris mode again. Oh, my God, I'm in survival mode again. I thought I was out of this already. Like for me, for every startup that I've done, from Guestless to Party, Guestless Party File to Chatbot PH, now to PNA. Dude, there are cycles where, oh my God, I'm winning. I can afford steak. And there are going to be days like, oh my God, Paris is ducky. And I'm not even sure how am I going to be able to do that. It's just, it's hard. But again, since you've been there before, you know how it ends. And you kind of you kind of have a cheat code on how to cope with it. It's not as scary. It's still scary, yep. but it's not as scary anymore. But Going through these cycles, Paul, that you, you went through and going through that breakthrough, what was the breakthrough like after that first period of struggle where you were Paris mode? So technically, I think I just needed to wait like two, three months for, for us to be able to get the first funding. Right? Then nice. It's not big, but at the end of the day, even without funding, I'm already funding doing is funding. the app. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I realized that that time that, you know, oh, okay, I can really ask for investment pala, diba? It's mm. that uh, people will invest pala, not, not really in the product, but you. So, yeah. of course, like you, dude, they interviewed me a lot. Diba? <laughs> what did you do in school, etc.? Yep. So, right? So people invest in people, right? So that time, the breakthrough is, oh, okay, there, there's someone believes in the product and me. So mm. what I just really need is to really build a team. And to, mm. to, in a way, to sell this or to, you know, to find other partner to help me to run the company, etc. Yep. But on ground on, kasi what happened there is when, uh, in a way, when we were flying, meaning when we were having a traction, I got problem with, not really problem, but our, my partner there, we separated ways already. And in fact, I have a reason to really go out of that group because I know that there's something fishy, right? Got it. So again, this is a classic example of another mistake of of startups, you know, getting into co-foundership with someone you don't really know. Because again, it's, it's all fun and games at the start. Everybody's like, yeah, let's do this together. Perfect. I mean, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you really find out a lot about that your co-founder when the honeymoon period is over and when shit hits the fan. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and uh, this this is like a, a super big unknown startup that I am with with that group. But mm. you know, uh, I think I think uh, if yeah, if I continue there, then I'm gonna be labeled a scammer also. So oh no, <laughs> so I needed to, to to go out of that group. And then I met uh, this new partners of mine, my my partners even now, mm. and uh, then we built Raven already. Got it. So what's Raven? What were you guys building in Raven? Mm. So Raven is a property management, uh, you know, system. Mm. Super easy to understand. You, you're in condo. You need to pay. 
you need to you know complain you need to monitor everything in your house etc and then by using your mobile phone etc then you can already do that so nice. when i was in ground on there was a built product already but i'm building my own so i mm. needed to like you know infuse some of my idea because i was so frustrated i'm living in a condo in 10 years but you know when i'm paying they didn't this this like you know uh like you know mga bills parang di nag parang lagi na lang hindi updated so yep. i don't know if i paid already etc so i needed to create my own shit then i offered that to the management but first politics eh. so di nila tinanggap i'm offering that for free for them to use it but they did so when i found uh, like an opportunity to to like you know turn that into business with my partner now so that's why we created that yeah that's amazing now all right at this point Raven is one company. You said you had three at this point. How this is what's very fascinating for me because, yeah, the traditional route is this, especially if you're VC funded, they're going to ask you to fucking drop everything that you're doing, focus on one. And Raven is one. You said you had three at this point. How did you divide yeah. yourself, especially that, again, you said you're not a multitasker? How, what was that like? And how did you balance all those three? And what were those? To put context, no? so Raven, I Raven that was 2019, right? Okay. We don't know that pandemic is coming. Yep. So at the end of the day, and like, you know, when the lockdown happens, etc. again, I got I got already this idea of, you know, that Microsoft, etc. cetera, as, as, as many failed projects. So when when I got an opportunity in 2020, because I'm an MVP before that, maybe mm-hmm. I can, I can like use that as my credibility to implement. Shout out Arnie Lopez, by the way. Uh Yeah. <laughs> There you go. The OG. Uh, in the OG in Microsoft. Arnie. Yeah. There you go. Mm-mm. I know Arnie's my friend. Uh, he knows my journey. So, there you yeah. Go. So, so he's an overall good guy. You can't find... This is one of the nicest guys out there. There you go. I swear. Yeah. So, I, go, go ahead. Yeah. So I created Hacktive in 2020 mm-hmm. in the middle of pandemic. Because even like, you know, and all of, all, all of my startups are not VC funded, huh? It's, it's really bootstrap friends, families, etc. Wow. So, so I created the active. So my partner in Raven, we said the parang oh, pare, there's an opportunity. I don't know if Raven will survive because it's pandemic, right? Mm. So there's an issue with Leona property management, but still, right. I am Raven still there. It's it's going. So, okay. uh, so I created I created active uh, from like you know 2020 and. It's green ever since because it's a yeah. service company. Nice. So, so in a way, we don't have really a capital. It's a loan from my partner. Yeah. And in a way, like 70% of that was paid already because nice. hacktivists, you know, have money. It's cash flow. You know, it, it's, it's cash flow. But at the end of the day, these big companies are too slow to, to also Correct. pay, right? So ah. we still have a problem. <laughs> That's the cycle. That's the cycle. Every right? time you're always. Cabado, if you're gonna make <laughs> payroll, because most of your money is stuck in AR. That's the nature of the beast that, in a service business. And actually, even in product, the bigger the company is, the longer they pay. Yeah. So that's that's my that's my in a way, that's a cycle, right? You, mm. Again, I, I did that in my younger years in in my resignation in from the corporate world, etc., on how to get money. Because now mm. you have like Around the million burn. Oh so, my god! So how do you like you know produce payroll, right, etc. So, so active. Uh, I started like I'm just. I think we started like yun talagang nagtatrabaho three three four person. Now we're 
were 44. What? Amazing. Yeah. And and uh so when when I when I saw that parang may 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 product market fit yung ginagawa namin right the, okay. so fixing fixing other failures <laughs> and this big companies <laughs> We're, we're being known already like to do like mga deep You're the tubero of the startup something, ecosystem right there. Like, somebody's like, leaking. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like like uh, like the upgrade say usually yeah. you, you upgrade your system. Other partners cannot do it. Okay, game. Tirayin ko na yan. Uh, okay. What else? Migration. Like 5 million worth of data migration. Sige, game. So nice. those kind of like and, and the other systems that are failing like Especially in Microsoft, like yun talaga hindi gumana. We, we always, you know, get that. Nice. So that, that's it. That's a business. That's a business model of active. But of course, we're focused on a Microsoft tech. So yeah. if you were, if if you will ask me, parang even with when I, siguro you will ask about Bayani Chain later. But even yeah. with Bayani Chain, parang I did not as a tech guy. I did not like you know change my stock, right? No. Because that that stock is very important. Mm-hmm. The technical stock that I'm I'm always used to. I'm just innovating it every time that there's an upgrade. But I didn't I like for example I don't have many programming language, right? right. If I'm doing if I'm doing no. like you know uh, a tech stock, it's like you know Python, React, Microsoft Azure, and that's it. Mm-hmm. No SQL. So nice. sometimes the people will will ask for my help. Like no, that's why I can sometimes right. I like you know I, they give me shares of their company, blah blah. blah. But you know, if if that stock will not be able to be pursued, then so I'm if someone throws you an AWS all of a sudden. Wait, that doesn't work. No, I cannot. Uh, yeah, yeah, I cannot do it. So that's why if people is asking me, how can you manage that? It's because at the end of the day, I'm not changing the way I work. I have already my playbook. If you don't want to follow this, don't partner with me. Makes sense. All right. So you you you've always been on the core. It's still the same. It's the use case that you change at the top. Yes, Whatever the hell yes. that is. Now it makes a lot of sense. And also, Hacktive, you're able to really support all of these things because it's a cash flow business, right? Yep. If people pay. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. If people pay. But again, uh, the, the way you do it, you combat it, is you just need to find a way to always collect properly. Or, yep. yeah, you know, um, or again, just have your. Uh, your suke in their procurement, <laughs> your finance to release faster. Because that dude, I've 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 lived that life where, my God, uh, in chatbot PH, those are we have like twenty m in AR, and I have barely enough to fucking ca- cover payroll. How the hell did that happen? Yeah, but in B two B, because you cannot really. It is what it is. The nature of the beast. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now I I want to understand the other. Uh, startups that you have. So the core of what you have is the Azure Stack, uh, Azure Stack, and um, you build on top of that. Is that how you then created Bayani Chain and all these these startups? But different use case now. You're doing blockchain. You're doing all these things. But I want to understand, Paul. You have C- co CEOs or other CEOs that run this shit. How does that dynamic work? In uh, let's say Hacktib, because in a way I'm the I'm the CEO, uh, I'm still the CTO, because some of the decision making process in terms of the architecture, because mm-hmm. we're in Hacktib, we're dealing with with conglomerates also. Eh. 
So in a way, they still want me to to like you know to check the technology stuff, the architecture, mm-hmm. etc. So I cannot really uh, delegate that task currently, no, with Hacktip. In Bayanichain, so Hacktip supported Bayanichain for a while because of course we sell Azure, we sell cloud, right? Mm-hmm. That's very expensive if you're starting, right? right. And uh, but my skills, naman kasi in terms of blockchain. So we were testing blockchain already since 2016, mga Hyperledger, okay. etc. Yep, yep. So that's why, in a way, I know already the concept. So when I learn things, I do always the fundamentals and the basic. It's two different parts. Eh? You have the fundamentals, then you have the basic. So technically, I have the fundamentals already because the technology, ever, kahit hindi pa yan like nagiging mainstream, I'm in a way, that's my hobby as well. Eh? I'm, yeah. I'm always reading and innovating. And in, in this industry, we don't respect tradition. Eh? We respect only innovation. It's Absolutely. a one-way street, so I need to always upgrade. So when, you know, Jello and I, uh, met, diba? I think Jello told that story already in this yep. podcast. I have the playbook already. Mm. I know, parang, okay, we create a marketplace, we create this, etc. My stock, my technology stock, we, do, we just need to add that blockchain component of that. And at the end of the day, you will be able to to have this web app running already. Diba? I know the burn. I know how much to construct it. Uh, minimal, optimal, then, you know, to scale it. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of microservice, so I can, you know, my developers, because I built already my, in a way, my personal devs that nice. is, you know, that is, in a way, helping me in each, sa lahat ng company ko. Because right now, I'm just architecting, I don't code already. Okay. Uh, sometimes, yes, mga testing, but more of like that way. So, so that playbook of like also build, since I learned a lot of, in Raven, diba, say I immerse already in the business. So I know already, like, you know, and the ERP system, so yeah. that I implemented. Yung mga OPEX, etc. I know how to how to like construct an accounting, you know, ledger or or GL chart of accounts that can be used to this target. But of course, if they will if they will accept it. So this is a very minimal burn, optimal, etc. That's that's my thought process in terms of creating another startup. And f- si Bayani Chain, kasi what happened there is we have so many ideas, right? And uh, if we will just combine it to Bayani Chain, it's going to be hard for us to 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 talk, to yeah. really manage it. Since, let's say, Lika is an NFT marketplace, it's a different beast, right? To our words, which Alvin is now the current CEO, he was appointed. So technically, what happened there is if, parang, if, pagsasamasamahin namin yan sa isang ano sa isang company it's going to be hard for us right. to to really scale it so that's right. why of course we had advisor also that says oh, okay you spin off the product if you think that's viable nice all right now let's take our last break and when we come back i want to understand the dynamics of how you work with all these guys why you say yes to them because a lot of people will always have ideas but what made them special about you working with them and the rest of what you guys do in all the startups that you support in Hacktiv. But let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again. And we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter 
Order has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with GCash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag Uno Ready Savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag Uno Earn or hashtag Uno Boost Time Deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag Uno Earn Earn in flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer. Trust Dragon Pay.
And we're back from the break. We are still with Paul Sliman who then told us how he's able to then support all these startups. But let's do a deeper dive on how this ends. So yeah, I've, I've gotten a chance to talk to Jello of Ika. And, uh, you know, if, if you want to look that up, it's going to be in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes and whatnot. But Lika is just one of the startups that you support. Right before we even talk about each and every startup you support, aside from what you guys do in Hacktive, I want to understand how you decide to take on a co-foundership. Because again, everybody has ideas, and everybody like, "Oh, Paul, let's fucking work." I'm the, I'm the greatest, and everybody thinks their idea is the best in the world. By the way, world <laughs> changing, but majority of the time is not. Right? How you how do you decide which people to work with, and do, do you have like a vetting process to? to really size them up and, and see if they're legit or not. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's all about people. It's all about, for me, it's all about trust. In fact, the way I, you know, work with people is, let's try it first. Then, uh, it depends also on the idea. Because for me, I really love parang an idea that has niche. I don't like super general idea. Let's say, for, sorry for ano but hindi naman sa pagiging mayabang let's say someone comes to me like e-commerce well i'm not interested anymore with that mm-hmm. because at the end of the day there are so many good product already in the e-commerce industry that you can just buy it's a red know, ocean skill. also yeah it's there already mm-hmm. but you know when let's say the, this guy is asking me to create uh, to, to co-found with them an ai company or a blockchain company then i'm got super interested but of course i researched this, this guys, and you know, again, as you, I think you always, you always say this network is your network, right? Yeah. And that network, it's not all about money. Eh? It's wisdom, then, eh, diba? So I asked, I asked around. Oh, you know, this guy. Uh, uh, so they, they want to create a business, and uh, pare, kasi ganito. So uh, I really like, you know, get a lot of opinion in terms of starting. Because for me, time is very, ano, eh, time is very super halaga. Uh, in fact, in fact, in in one day, if in one day, like I don't know, I, I can't manage it anymore. So last, yeah. <laughs> this is why last last time I got an EA already because yeah, of you can't, you know, yeah. So sometimes I'm super excited, but I I always like you know contemplate muna. Baka yung excitement ko super excited ka lang, kasi magand, uh, it's appealing, it's new. Mm. But I don't really say yes at the first. Parang I really research about the viability of that. Yeah. And, I tried the I tried the ano yung mga conventional way of like testing like mm. let's say business model canvas I I, I really mm. do that. Got it. Now in terms of the soft qualities, let's say, is there like traits that you look for uh, that's probably common on everything that you've said yes to, and probably does not have uh, that that does not exist in those people that you didn't say yes to. Um, I'm really impressed by, you know, by entrepreneurs that before they go in into something, they know their shit. Yes. So I, I sometimes kasi like, usu kasi to, so maybe they, that, that specific person just research a bit of that, but don't know mm-hmm. really the foundation, etc. But you know, this partners that I have, they, they really know their shit. In fact, they're, sometimes they're in the corporate world, tapos gusto la, gusto na i-replicate kung anong ginawa nila and then create a product out of that. And I respect those person na, those people that, you know, research a lot, has an experience already before they, like, you know, have this idea and build something from it. So, that's what I'm really, really looking for. I, parang, I know already if 
a person because ang dami ko nakakausap eh. If the understanding is shallow or they have really like, you know, deep understanding into what they're, you know, they're, they want to build. That's only true. And I was looking at this uh, article and I'll put this in the show notes. Uh, you'll see, I'll, I'll put it in. This is an article that I shared in 2016, but it's by Mark Andreessen. And he said, it's the best advice that you're uh, that he can give to to startup founders is you build your passion first before your startup. Because majority of the time, people try to build a startup and build a product out of uh, something that nobody wants, then that's when they fail. But if you're passionate about something, if you've already spent a lot of time deep diving on this and you understand it from the top to the bottom, again, you said it, if it's shallow, then you can easily tell. Because if this guy can talk about this passionately and understand every single dynamic of how this works, then they probably know their shit. They just need the, the, the right partner to take them in. And so that's the best trait. And by the way, if you guys want to listen to that, again, it's going to be in the show notes on hustleshare.com. In terms of the component of the team, it does it matter to you if that's a solo guy trying to say, but let's just say they know their shit? Or do you like to have multiple guys on the same product to compensate for each other's strengths and weaknesses before you say yes? Mm. Um, I usually encounter because like sometimes they're too right na let's say with with Kila Jello or mm. when we started Bayani Chain like Jello but Alex is with us already uh, Nico is with us already parang yeah. there uh, we, we just mix it up but may kanya-kanya kaming strength and weaknesses of course okay. but I, I really love that but sometimes what I do is I got my partner in Haptic right and mm. Uh, I think he he can help me to to like you know in a way to do operations for this specific. Mm. Then I talked to my new partners and said, okay, can we include this guy? Because we don't have this guy in a like specialty in the team. Na mm. I think we're gonna be having a hard time to manage this because we don't have this guy. Yeah. So yeah, then from there we we yeah that's how we create the partnership. That how in, in the current count you said the, your magic number is ten. Where how far along are you now? And then I, I want to understand uh, how do you know you're you still have the capacity to take that on? Because again, if your magic number is ten, I don't think you're gonna be able to do ten right away at the, at the current state. You're gonna have to, you know, uh, grow along with it. Because saying yes to ten things at this moment is a recipe for spreading yourself thin and going crazy. And you got a family and three kids yeah. too. You know, that's a priority <laughs> for sure. But uh, what what's that like now? Um, I think I was able to to in a way to because because when I, I was planning that diba, parang you're super aggressive, you want 10 agad, diba? but I still have like seven years. But the traits of the company that I'm seeing right now, uh, since I I'm not really into like a product that asks for investment, etc. It's gonna be hard for me if I have a VC, right? That's gonna support that specific, you know, product and later on you know, ask whatever they want to ask, right? Got it. My playbook there is I want uh, a company in a way to be established first before mm. I get a company that I'm going to be focused on. Because some uh, of my, let's say I, I got I got a negotiation with other, I think the tech, uh, the vision is good, but I need I just need there to be, to, to fix the tech. And okay. it's not going to eat my time a lot, but at, it's still, it's going to be added to my portfolio, right? To, to the mm. 10. But the main comp that's why I'm calling it main companies, active in Bayani Chain, because I really put 
uh, may effort there, not yeah. only on tech, but also managing or co-managing the business with my co-founders. Mm-hmm. So, so again, I, the, the roadmap naman, it's not like, I don't want to duplicate of whatever of I have right now. Let's yeah. say I want to have a school. It's predatory to towards your own portfolio. Yeah. And then okay. there are like, you know, co-founders that I'm talking, na expert talaga with, with, with that specific uh, field. Perfect. Now, I want to understand, um, in terms of the buy-in, because again, you're coming in, you have your own payroll and active and whatnot. You have to have your own, uh, you know, cash flow. What's the expectation when somebody tries to work with you? I want to understand because you're doing all of these things and we're in a bit, we'll, we're going to go and discuss them one by one. When they come in, do they come in like, well, I just quit my job. Uh, are you going to give me sweldo on this one? Or what's that? Because that's a very different, difficult conversation that if you don't talk about it from the get-go, this is going to be hella awkward and, 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 and it won't work. Because at the end of the day, this, mm. if I'm assuming, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, they have to be all in. They need to be Paris mode with you, right? Because if not, yeah. then what the hell are we trying to do here, right? Is, is that correct? Or what was that conversation like before you even start doing anything? So, ang natutunan namin sa bayani chain, no? because, you know, people come and go, etc. You're right, maybe, parang, baka hindi ka 100%, baka mamaya, you're just here to, for fun. But if, <laughs> yeah, if, to be in the pot of... <laughs> Agree. And if we're having a hard time already, then you're gonna, ano na, diba? you're gonna leave the company. So mm-hmm. what I learned in, in Bayani Chain when we're creating it is we put the we put vesting shares now in the founders agreement. Very good. It's very <laughs> and it's very it, it, I did I didn't do that in Hacktiv. But I'm not saying that I I have a regret now. But no, we but all I, we but, all that made, made, <laughs> made that mistake at one point. So so when 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 uh, when I parang sabayani chain when we uh, did that parang ang sarap magwork kasi yeah. you have all skill in the game money skills time yep. etc and if you don't finish your vesting you don't have the shares yep. of course we will pay you if if we can if we raise funds etc but shares is very important diba the, the good thing also with this kids ah, with with kasi i'm a, we're a mil- we're millennials diba and this Dito. this <laughs> oh we're we're 30s eh plus plus yeah. mga ka-partner ko like sila Jella they're in 20 so gen gen, gen z right Mm-mm. gen z ah sometimes you you learn from them uh it's not LF- for them it's not a lfg to the moon okay <laughs> wag me there and, you uh, go <laughs> yeah and and the these kids are not really there as like old businessmen that is into equity shares. No, they're they're there for for fun. They're there for LFG. They they want. Parang, then later on we tech we we talk about shares. Yeah, something like that. But but they're there. Parang okay, pasukin natin to para wala magigiwala etc. Whatever happens, but and they're there for challenges. These are these are new things etc. But because in a way, again, as I mentioned, di sila shallow pagdating sa business, etc. They also know if they're you're you're messing, you're you're fucking with them. Yeah. So that's a good thing about this Gen Z nowadays. I mean, of course, the quality of like sila Jello and uh, other parts of Bayani Chase. Yeah, yeah. They 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 know their shit. That's amazing. All right. Now let's talk about all these startups so far. Again, out of the ten, how many do you have, and what are they doing one by one? Okay. Yeah. So I have a, I have a main company. Uh, two main companies, so Hacktiv. Uh, in a way, Hacktiv, I think, officially acquired... Fireman uh, of... 
Microsoft. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, we're, we're uh, parang in a way, uh, jump into deep tech already. We're not doing uh, like mga stable systems like ERP, CRM. We're now focusing on more creating solutions on top of the Microsoft ecosystem, doing nice. AI, blockchain, RPAs, etc. And Microsoft sells that nice. for us. So, wow. Yeah. And in terms of active helping entrepreneurs, uh, we have one partnership with, uh, with Marvin Agustin. So we're helping him to create something. And I cannot nice. divulge that muna. But okay. uh, in a way, that's our first acquisition. Is it Cochinillo? And, Are you helping startup founders uh, to make Cochinillo? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, okay. When, when I, yeah, when I say acquisition, parang we, we'll help them tech in tech managing the like you know tech aspect of the business then we get shares out of that okay so we're doing we, we've been doing that in hackney but some are not like really super negotiated there. so okay. that's that I so number realize. two it's mark you're a hunk now an honorary hunk in 2020 i don't know if, most kids will be like what is a hunk google what are the hunks in, in the year 2000s <laughs> and you'll know marvin agustin is one hunk okay <laughs> right. what's the other startup that you have yeah, so I have a uh, Bayani Chain, which is my main company. That has, I think, uh, three, uh, two core ventures and three external ventures. Uh, so we have uh, R Words, which will be spin off later on. Lika is a spin off company mm. already. So in a way, that's three, and uh, we have three external ventures. That's what that that's uh, minority percentage acquired by Bayani Chain. Uh, through you know through uh, some sort of like industrial kind of arrangement so ROG uh, and also Sovox Lab and uh, oh, I think that's too but the other the other one is eSport so the reason why we're doing that is because we want to onboard more web uh, people in Web3 right and uh, the vision of Bayani Chain is to uh, in a way after our blockchain was you know finished already we want them to be using that blockchain so that's why we're not acquiring because we want to manage the company we're acquiring because we want them to build the solution on top of our existing ecosystem nice that's amazing other than that is there anything more or like brewing in the on the side and whatnot so um i'm creating a school uh Whoa! future school okay so with the uh, advisors and partners as well that i know nice. and I'm brewing an AI company with nice. uh, health health AI company that is uh malayo pa but but we have the concept already and I have the right partner already to do it. Perfect. So I think that's that's okay. Again, super amazed by your hustle because it, it requires a lot of of focus and whatnot. But I, let me just ask you a couple of things before we wrap this baby up. At this point, doing all of these things, walk me through how you divvy up your time. Because of course, there's going to be trade-offs, right? You can only do so much. And it's hard. It's hard doing one thing. But you're doing a lot of things. And, and, and these are equally important to you. How do you divvy your time up to, to, to really give ample um, resources and time to make those things work? Mm. Well, for me, I don't believe... Parang doing it equally is a myth. I mean, you cannot do it equally because you're towards is just something like, at one point. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is, uh, I have I have my my metrics, right? So in my metrics, I always find a you know a common ground or common denominator 
Mm-hmm. In programming, we call it like the primary key and the you know the parent key and the yeah. child key. You yeah. need to have that primary key, then you connect the child key there. So mm-hmm. I have that metrics that say how many like you know B two B or or companies did I did I like you know network for Hacktive for this mm-hmm. one. Then that's my metric. I I I like parang sinasam up ko sila. It's not per company, but I have a metric for all of my companies. Ah. I want to launch this in Q2. What else I'm going to be launching in Q2, for example? What other feature products, etc.? So I have that one parang score that every morning wow. or sometimes every week. Uh, it's just because I want to have more clarity and focus if I spend my two hours. Because mm-hmm. I can say that this is red. So technically, my partners will kill me already because I right. don't do this shit. <laughs> so this is red. So I go there, then fixing like you know. Sometimes, because you thought that it's a big problem, eh? But it's not. Eh? Sometimes you just need really like thirty minutes to one hour focus to figure out what's really happening. Correct. Deep down. And the reason why, yeah, and the reason why I can do this as well because active in a way, I got forty people already. I got my management team. I got my higher ops already that got I can it. delegate with. Sure. So in a way. It's it's not like kaya kaya ako gumagawa ng ganito because I just want to no because I established already one and uh, napagda sobrang hirap na na dinanas ko to establish that <laughs> de ba yeah. so so it's not because na isip ko lang gusto ko na no uh, before I did this I need to make sure that these companies have cash flow de ba have clients etc and uh, before I focus to another one that really need business development and you know product development etc. Got it. Now, last question before we go. I'm asking this because I think we had similar paths where we were counted out. We almost fucked it up if we didn't change um, and whatnot. But in hindsight, Paul, what do you think are the best decisions you've done that put you in this path? Because again, I, I always look. I, I whenever I self reflect, I always be like, dude, I'm lucky I went to the call center. And learn this skill of how to talk. Because if I didn't know how to talk like this, I'm fucked. If I didn't take up, say, entrepreneurship and really focus on me be, be wanting to be an entrepreneur, it would have been a totally different path than I, I. So there are several decisions that I've taken in my life that allowed me to be in a position to take this out. There's no guarantees, but I'm glad I made those decisions. Because if not, I wouldn't be talking about or, or getting even a chance to talk to you. I would have been a totally different place. Um, for you, what were those like and what was the impact of that in your journey? Sure. Um, in general, it's really, anyway, it's really for me when sometimes you're, sometimes uh, having this, like, you know, parang guts, diba, na you need to really do this because, um, because you need, uh, I mean, if you do this, you will quit, you will, you will quit, for example, you will quit job then, Technically, may hirapan ka, etc. So, pero alam mo yung alam mo yung target, de ba? Yeah. You know that there's a greener field. Then those kind of decision in my life, like quitting in in the corporate job, etc. De ba? And also quitting from that rebel kind of <laughs> lifestyle <laughs> uh, got me to corporate, and I learned a lot, de ba? Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's quit for me. It's Quitting with a purpose, if yeah. if I'm gonna like just put it that way, na wala ako pinagsisisihan on that on that specific moment that I quit my job, then I I created this, then after that quit again and I created this, right? It's because I I have a plan already, right? And I'm not really 
I'm using that experience for me to catapult to my next plan. Correct. So, and yeah. also for me, getting married and having kids will really level you up in terms of responsibility. Yep. Right? So, hindi ka pwede dito maging, <laughs> wala, hindi pwede comfort zone because at the end of the day, uh, yeah, I mean, financially, emotionally, being a leader in the house, you know, there's, you know, spiritually, etc. There's a lot of things. It's And it's like running a corporation, but here, it's never ending Correct. because you cannot quit family, yep. right? Absolutely. So, yeah, and the and third, maybe it's ano, it's for me it's um like you know experiencing this. It's okay to it's okay to to have a disagreement, saying no, it's normal. So yeah, di di ko di ko pinagsisihan yan eh. I I I'm really and and listening to my parents, de ba? Parang mm. uh, I I parang for me those combination of like ah, eto, tama pala yung decision ko that I listen. Tama pala that nag-away kami nitong partner na to. Tama pala that you know, I, I'm v, I'm, I'm super straightforward saying my emotions to them, etc. So those kind of things. That is amazing. Thank you so much again, Paul, for such an amazing episode. I'm glad we finally got you here. But again, invite people over to Hacktive and to all the startups that you do and check them out. Uh, where do they go and how do they do that? Yeah, sure. So uh, follow me in LinkedIn, uh, Paul Suleiman. So, or just Google me, Paul Suleiman. You can see my socials there. Um, it, yeah, active. Uh, if, if we're still continue, I mean, we're there. We're, we're currently, we're helping public sector, mm. uh, for us to be able to, to in a way, uh, do some innovation there. Mm. Um, in, in Bayani Chain, yeah, our, our, our latest project was with Gcash. It's still live. There uh, you go. Ulala, Congratulations. The house of Ulala. Mm. So it's with Likha and, uh, we're, 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 uh, in a way, we're building a lot, uh, in terms of, you know, this new projects with Gcash as well. Nice. So that's for Bayani Chain and some B2B companies. And following this, this you know, uh, in a way, Blockchain Council of the Philippines, I there encourage everyone to check that out as well with Donald Lim and other folks and other Web3 communities uh, just join. We we just want there to really sometimes fight scams in Web3. So I want to encourage the people to, in a way, yeah, just DM me if you see that this, you know, company is not doing right. Uh, there is a promise return, etc. You know, we'll so, have them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, amazing. So, so right, that's for me. Well. Thank you, Ron. Again, before I let you go, follow us on whatever podcast app uh, you're listening to, or Spotify, Apple Podcast, or any type of podcast app. And also, again, I think we did a lot of jargon. So if there's going to be show notes. And there's going to be some links and whatnot. It's going to be the show notes on hustleshare.com. And lastly, if you want to be part of the community and get a chance to ask Paul some questions and get a heads up on what it is, especially now we're launching Founders Only, it's going to be in a Hustleshare Premium on premium.hustleshare.com. Again, Paul, thank you very much. Thanks, Ron. All right. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. 